Scott Paul Show for the week of November 18th, 2019. Scott, are you ready for Beverly Hills Cop 4? Uh, no. No? No. You, you have Netflix. You should be ready Let for the this. Past, let the past die. But, page out of Ryan Johnson's book. But Eddie Murphy is back. He's getting ready to do stand-up. He's got Dolomite. And now Beverly Hills Cop is ready for Netflix. Well... It's Akron Foley! Yeah, I mean... I love the, um... The movies, but damn. Really kind of... I don't know. What's the last thing Eddie Murphy did? Name it. Without Googling it. Without Googling it? Uh... Dolomite. Dolomite. When the hell was that? That was about last month, month and a half ago. No shit? Yes. Okay, okay. Let's play this game to where I win. Name another one. <laughs> <laughs> Besides Dolomite. <laughs> but Eddie Murphy's done. Um, Pluto Nash. All right, now we're, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. I win. Man, Eddie Murphy had his time. Oh no, the Daddy Daycare. That was alright. The first one. It was it was okay. That was Eddie Murphy, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that was good. Eddie Murphy. That was, was alright. Yeah. Little kid with the flash costume run around, being yeah. cool as shit. Yeah. Best on best on screen flash ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. Apparently, uh, Paramount has made a one-time license deal with an option for a sequel that will enable Netflix to make the fourth installment of the film with Eddie Murphy and producer Jerry Bruckheimer. Man, it's still around after all these years. That's what, 30 years he's been around? Yeah. Um, so, I, I, go ahead. I want the uh, rocket launcher boombox still. The deal gives Netflix a title, the opportunity to reap revenue on, uh, what else? Uh, the deadline doesn't really give us a lot more than what I just said. I guess they're just going to throw everything, all three films, on there plus this. Pretty much what you're gonna do. So, uh, I they already I got, got yeah. So, yeah, that's what they're down to. Because Disney just smashed them. Uh, they had 10 million subscribers in one day. So, that's right. Nine million nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. Yeah, I was not one. Because they get you. Not for lack of trying. Yeah, you're standing on the outside looking in. I was uh, one of probably hundreds of thousands who could not actually get in. It was the uh, D23 people who pre-ordered for the uh, sweet deal of $140 for three years, and we can't get on. There's an issue. Don't know what it is. So they're trying to find a workaround. And on top of that, found out about 30 minutes ago that 
already people's passwords and usernames are being sold anywhere between $1 to $11 online. So if you have an easy password, Scott, change it. Now, I just lost Scott. So, you back, Scott? I don't hear Scott. So, anyway, yes, that was. I have not been on Disney Plus. Are you there, Scott? I'm here. Okay. Crashed. Um, so, Scott's back. And so is Andy Circus, who has these in talks to play Alfred. Here's, here's, here's step one, is fucking fire Chris Nolan. He has one way of writing those films, and that's it. Or producing whatever the fuck he does. Is it Chris Nolan? What the right Nolan? No. Where are you getting Chris Nolan at? Oh, I was referencing Justice League and Man of Steel and That was Dark that, that was Zack Snyder and your writer was like David Goyer. Yeah, but isn't what's his face on as a producer still? Mr Mr. Super This is the real world. Oh, Zack Snyder? I think he was yeah. only on as a producer for Justice League after that. He was kind of like, oh. It's driving me crazy now. I know there's a no one attached to this. But anyways, it's not that important. I don't think he is. So, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Batman Begins, that's his directed features. I'm on the wrong website. You go on, you go on, I gotta, I gotta get this. I go I'm on. Gonna, I'm not gonna sleep tonight if I don't get this. IMDB, bring it to me. I made it rhyme, so I can find it in time. Alright, so, um right because I'm going to sing if you don't keep talking okay well that's pretty much it for movies um, I'm going to rap <laughs> well during Scott's phone call for some reason our call recorder went off so some of that conversation we lost so uh, we are going to jump to Jesus Christ. are you <laughs> kidding me yeah but we're not going to go back. It's going to be a very short episode. Scott would have a better internet connection. We Man, are, it's, if it's Max. It's, it has nothing to do with the Max. You need to get a Mac. Join China. Come on. Um, he was a producer on Man of Steel. I knew it. Okay, anyways. Who was the producer on Man Still? Chris Nolan. Yes. That's what I was trying to say. Well, he probably had nothing to do with the actual script. 
He just got a nice little paycheck. Right, but like, he set the standard for this dark, gritty, real bullshit uh, with Batman, which worked better with Batman, and it affected everything else in the DC properties. I don't think he had anything to do with Man of Steel. That was all Zack Snyder's bullshit. No, it's Chris Nolan. I'm going to fight him. I'm going to oh, fist fight him. Okay, alright. It's announced right now in the Octagon. Well, on to... Zack Yeah, he's not. He sucks. Well, which brings us to uh, the two canned Superman games. Well, the rumor that there was two Superman games that was shit canned. Uh, apparently, it's probably for the best. What? It's probably for the best. Uh, right now, apparently, Warner Brother Games, um, Montreal, they are either working on a core of Owls or a different type of Arkhamverse follow-up. But, however, um. It seems that back in 2013, they were working on a game that was shit-canned. And then in 2014, they had one that was shit. So, uh, the first one, 2013's, from a wide variety of developers. Let's just read this here. According to Sigfield, whoever that is, uh, it's a leaker, James Sigfield on Twitter. Um, Warner Brothers began accepting pitches in 2013 from a wide variety of developers. One that gained access was an open world title similar to what Marvel Spider-Man would become. Metropolis was served as the game setting with a number of villains Taking part, based on the concept art shared by Sigfield, those included in Razad, Brainiac, Luthor, Doomsday, etc. Um, okay, the others appear to mimic Metello's fleshless design from Superman the Animated Series. Regardless, this particular project didn't get past the concept. Conceptual phase. Um... The actual What do you think open world title? Superman. How do you feel about that? Well, if open world is beyond one city, considering his power set, like you could just buzz around the whole globe, that'd be pretty cool. Or even just like multiple cities. I mean, but that would probably take shit tons of freaking development time to design a bunch of cities. Yeah. Unless you did, like, procedural generation of everything outside Metropolis. Yeah. 2014, a new prototype entered production, tentatively titled Superman Unbound. This project would follow the premise of an animated film of the same name, which sees Superman and Supergirl take on Brainiac. Its events were meant to center on the bottled city of Kandor, a Krypton metropolis captured by Brainiac before the planet's destruction. 
In an effort to limit Superman's abilities, a fully open world was not on the cards. Still, a variety of villains were at play, such as Brainiac and Doomsday. Uh, Sickfield alleged mind-controlled villains were on deck too, however, this could mean any number of things. Reportedly, the 2014 game hit a roadblock due to Warner Brothers' mandate. Again, Warner Brothers, right? That all DC-centric titles run on Arkham's engine. Uh, according to this, Warner Brothers Montreal canceled Suicide Squad. Venture was on the same boat. So, because of this, you got fucked. So, I somewhat remember hearing about the Suicide Squad game. I don't remember that. Well, I mean, Superman game, they got, you got to come up with something. I don't know, that's going to be one of those things every, that I think they can only possibly do okay or better every few decades. I mean, there's just that's just such a hard property to make a good game out of. Like, it made, with, with modern gaming, like, if you wanted to make, like, a retro-style game, like the old Just or not Justice League, but the um, Death and Return of Superman game, you could probably make something good in that type of game. But you're talking about one hell of an uphill battle with anything else. I mean, what was it, Superman Returns for 360 and the original Xbox and all mm-hmm. that? That was a pretty shitty game. Like, it was like a four-hour game, and it was, like, extremely repetitive. They had a good idea about, like, if the city took too much damage or whatever, then Superman just kind of, you had to start over. But, I mean, there was just a lot lacking in execution on that. I mean, they had some decent ideas, but... They basically ripped off Spider-Man, too. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the best thing about Superman Returns was just fucking flying around. Because it was, it was epic. Um, and if you figured out the stats on how he moved and shit, because the game would tell you like how far he traveled in what time and blah blah blah, you could figure out with some math that he was flying like eight hundred miles an hour. It's kind of cool, you know. But yeah, everything else was pretty damn generic. Yeah. Um, you know, Superman sixty four flying through rings. I mean, I don't know. Somebody's about to come along with just this uh, this freaking just innovation that no one's ever thought of approaching it from that angle before and going that way. Like, like make it a fucking shoot em up. <laughs> you're Superman, but you're fucking flying around fighting fucking giant space monsters and shit and battle cruisers and stuff. You know, you like fucking punch out the bridges and the engines and shit. I don't know. Something like that. You know, I don't mean like a top down shooter. I mean, just, you know, him in space, just open it up to something different and get off the scale of fighting, thugs and shit like that because like what the article said you know I mean what do you do with Superman when some guy throws a punch at him or do you arm everybody with kryptonite it's kind of like the writing uh, the corner of the room that they write themselves into with with his power set it's just something that only a few people once in a while can really do well not named Scott or Paul yeah well now we're on to Diablo Fuck Diablo. Looks good, though. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, the trailer looked awesome, though. 
I gotta say that. It was a pretty cool trailer. The trailer. The glasses look. Yeah, the trailer looked awesome. Cinematic looked awesome. The actual gameplay looks awesome. Except for the open world stuff where it's. It's, um. Uh, it's, it's your MMO. And it's single player is always connected online or you can't play. You cannot play that game offline. That's because it's, it's Dynasty. It's Dynasty. It's uh, Destiny. Yeah, fuck those bastards. Yeah. Bullshit. Can't wait to buy it. <laughs> nah, it's, it's, on my, it's on my block list unless my kid asks for it for Christmas. Yeah. We celebrate Jesus' birthday with, you know. September 29th? Satanic imagery. Yeah, that's the 29th. Um, but it's not coming out for a couple years, though, right? They said it won't be done for a while, and that's it's long time, even for Blizzard standards. So you're looking at 2022, probably. Well, as long as they make a good game, it's not connected all the time. That'd be great. I'd say to be, I, I, it's it's something that for me is not going to be something that would even remotely often be a problem. But I'd hate to have like the freaking internet service down or something during a snowstorm and and you know maybe I still have power and I want to play Diablo. That would piss me the fuck off. Well, they said we are not uh, going to support uh, an offline mode, but as I said before, nothing in Diablo Four is going to require parting up. You can play solo, and dungeons are. Private campaign quest areas will remain private. Constant players will be able to team up with friends via two-player local co-op. The game will also support four-player parties with voice chat functionality. So that means you, you and your kids can play together in couch co-op mode. I probably crack. Yeah, you always do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Just sometimes. I boycotted, uh, I guess I did technically yeah. crack, even though it was like a 10-yard, yeah, it was like a 10 or 11-year ban, wasn't it? Yeah. 2005, 2015, it was a 10-year ban. Like, you're not in my life anymore, EA, for 10 years. And there will be uh, cosmetic macro microtransactions, but that's the only microtransactions in the game. And that's cool. Sell all kinds of cool-looking shit. Just don't let people... Get ahead of you because they got a bigger wallet. Yeah. Don't let income inequality ruin Diablo. <laughs> Online's already ruining Diablo. Don't let anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at the mess they have with the auction house and shit in Diablo Three. Yeah. Well, they had tried something. Give them, give them credit. They tried something new. Yeah, they did. I mean. But they had the whole, like, PC players was always online bullshit. I mean, there was a bunch of bullshit with that game. It's always on been online on PC. That's the thing. Always connected. Yeah. Like, required. It's cost like, of you all. Everybody still you shit Diablo online. Diablo 2, Diablo 1 offline, man. Yeah. But Diablo 3 on consoles was not always connected. Yeah. But, I mean, whatever. It's, it's, digital it's, it's just dealing with people stealing shit online on PCs. They decide, fuck it. 
Well, I'm gonna buy a used copy off eBay. How about that? Yeah, I'll show them. They won't get any of my capital. Go to GameStop. Well, let's do this. 1995. Well, before we do it. This was the year PlayStation and the Sega Saturn came into play. PlayStation in 1994 was released actually in Japan at the tail end of Japan in December something. And Saturn came out in America as well in 1995. PlayStation launched for three hundred dollars, nineteen ninety four. That equates to five hundred one dollars seventy nine since two thousand nineteen. Saturn launched for three hundred ninety nine dollars, nineteen ninety five. That equates to six hundred sixty nine dollars and sixty two cents. Damn. Yeah. Now, during the um, E3 and when that was announced, yeah, <laughs> once they said uh, PlayStation went on for now, who won? No, Saturn went on. Sega went on first. They announced their price at uh, four hundred dollars, and then when Sega was kind of happy about what they did, even though Tom didn't want to, because they had Saturn Day all lined up for September 2nd, and then Sega told him, no, you're going to launch early, and you're going to do it E3. They saw Saturn, um, Sony's press conference, and then they said, we're launching at $300. Tom sat back there and said, Shit. He knew they were fucked. And eventually they got fucked. Um, we got the numbers here somewhere. Um, anyway, I'm, uh, they got screwed. But well, did it to themselves. Yeah, Sega always does it to themselves. Let's go ahead and just read this. March nineteen ninety five, Sega of America. Tom, CEO Tom Kalinsky announced that Saturn would be released in the U.S. on Saturn Day, September second, nineteen ninety five. However, Sega of Japan mandated an early launch to give Saturn an advantage over the PlayStation. We've always, I've talked about this shit before. At the first Electronic Entertainment Expo E3 in Los Angeles on May 11th, 1995, Kalinske gave a keynote presentation in which he revealed the release price of $400, including a copy of Virtual Fighter, and described the features of the console. Kalinske also revealed that due to high consumer demand, Saturn had already shipped 30,000 Saturns to Toys R Us, Babbage's, Electronics, Bokeh, remember those? And software, etc. For immediate release. 
The announcement upset retailers who were not informed of the surprise release, including Best Buy and Walmart. KB Toys responded by dropping Saturn from its lineup. I think I've talked about that shit before, how they promised they would never fuck them, like Nintendo fucked them, and then they fucked them. They fucked them good. Yeah. Sony's, Brand new console. Yeah. Sony subsequently unveiled the release, the retail price for PlayStation. Olaf Allensoff, the head of the Sony Computer Entertainment of Americas, summoned Steve Race to the stage, who said $300, and then walked away to applause. The Saturn's release in Europe also came before the previously announced North American date of July 8, 1995, at a price of £300. European retailers and press did not have time to promote the system or its games harming sales. The PlayStation launched in Europe on September 29, 1995. By November, it had already outsold Saturn by a factor of three in the United Kingdom, where Sony had allocated 200, no, 20 million pounds of marketing during the holiday season compared to Saturn's, let's say, I guess, 4 million pounds. The Saturn's US launch was accompanied by a reported $50 million advertising campaign. That included coverage and publications as Wired and Playboy. Damn, Wired's been around a long time. Early advertising for the system was targeted by a more mature adult audience than Sega Genesis ads. Because of the early launch, the Saturn had only six games, all published by Sega, available to start, as most third-party games were slated to be released around the original launch date, which was the problem that Tom Kalinske tried to tell Sega Japan, we can't do this. Nothing's ready. No, we were launched out. This is why we won the first time. We were out early. But you can't tell Sega Japan anything. Virtual Fighter's relative lack of popularity in the West, combined with a release schedule of only two games between the surprise launch of September 1995, prevented Sega from capitalizing on Saturn's early timing. Within two days of a September 9, 1995 launch in North America, the PlayStation, backed by a large marketing campaign, sold more units than the Saturn had in five months following the surprise launch, with almost all of its initial shipments of 100,000 units being sold in advance and the rest selling out across the U.S. I had a launch console. I got a day one. I did not get Saturn, ever. No, I didn't get... I played one, but it was a long time before I owned one. Like, 20 years. So let's do this list real quick. Alright, let's do it. Battery until Shinden. Castlevania Dracula X. Chrono Trigger. Comic Zone. Daytona, USA, for Saturn. Demolition Man, Sega CD. That was the game you were looking for. DK2, Donkey Kong's Quest. Hang on, GP, Saturn. Killer Instinct. Uh, the Super Nintendo version. Coverage Dreamland 2, Game Boy. Mario Tennis, Virtual Boy. Mega Man 7. Mega Man X2. Mortal Kombat 3, PlayStation version. Panzer Dragoon. Primer Rage, one of the 32-bit versions. Rayman, Super Mario 2, Yoshi's Island, Tekken, Twisted Metal, 
Spectre Man, Virtual Fighter, Warhawk, WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game, and X-Men 2, The Clone Wars. Uh, not that it really matters because I already know who's going to win this friggin' thing. Scott, call it. Tails. Hey Siri, flip a coin. Oh wow, I won. Motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Warhawk, you're gone. I played it this week. Again, that game's yeah. gone. That sucks. Yeah, oh. it was probably really it was really cool in nineteen ninety five. Yeah, it just tried too much. It's the start Star Fox. Uh for the record, Scott Dan said that Killer Instinct was his choice. I knew that. Yeah. And I saw it on there. Yeah. Alright. Let's see. Um, that That's... I mean, that's one of my favorites on the list, though. I played the shit out of the Super Nintendo version of that. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say... that I would remove... Oh, that's easy. Jesus. Mario Tennis for Virtual Boy. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. We didn't do a lot about Virtual Boy because it only lasted five months. So, In both um, areas, Japan and America, five months, that's all you get. Well, I never played it. So, Daytona USA. Yeah, that version sucks. The good version came later. I don't know if it came out the same year, but it came later. I think, um, I think the next one was Daytona 96. What are you thinking of? No, they had the they had a like championship edition or something of I can't remember what the name of it was. Yeah, it was they like, it was like 96. they fixed all the issues. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there was a network edition where you could play online or something, but it's like rare as fuck now. Um, Demolition Man for Sega CD. The game wasn't good on any system. It was just meh. Mm -hmm. Very meh. Yeah. Hang on. This list gets tough. Quick. A couple easy ones, and then it's like, alright. Yeah. It's time. Well, I'd just like to say good fucking job, Sega. Sega Japan, you just fucked yourself. You had the chance. Tom went to you and said, why don't you just hook up with Sony? And this could have been the Sony place, the Sega PlayStation. But no, you had to be assholes. This could have been your fucking list. That's the alternate reality I want to live in. Me too. Here go, Scott. I just cut Demolition Man. What'd you cut? No, you didn't. Yeah, Dad said Demolition Man. It sucked on everything. No, I took off. Hang on. Hang on, GP. 
Alright, well, I said Demolition Man once already, so nail that bastard. No, you took off Demolition Man, then I took off Hang On GP. Oh, I didn't hear you say Hang On GP. Yeah, I said right, Hang On. Um, um, my bad. Let's go with... Ooh. Ooh, Comic Zone. Oh, really? Yeah, really. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 Primal Rage. Primal Rage. Primal Rage. Where's that at? Number 12. Whoop, 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 whoop. Not a bad game, not a great game. Okay. Panzer Dragon. Checkpoint system is bullshit. Yes, yes. God damn it, game's got a curve on it. Right. Um, Hopefully they'll fix that on the remake. Yeah, the fucking checkpoints are hard in the first three games. Um, say, I want to say, I'm going to have to go back to Comic Zone now. Shit. Oh, you <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> I tried. Um, that was our lone Genesis title, right? There's nope, one more. One there's one more. Boy, it's dandy, though. It's it, a good one. It's a good one. That game still looks good. Yeah, that's a cool fact. Um, it's a little cheap, though. Oh, boy. I don't know anything about these two games. So, I'm going to drop Clone Wars. Oh, wow. I forgot about that one at the bottom of the list. That was the other good Genesis game. Yeah. That's definitely a uh, top six or seven contender. Let's see. Um, Battle Arena to Shinden. Yeah. Because there's just nothing in that game. It's just there for looks. Which is why I'm yeah. also getting rid of Tekken. It's just there. It's a great game, but if you just want to fight, that's it. Um, great cinematics. WrestleMania, <laughs> WrestleMania, the arcade game. Yeah. Well, hey Scott, what's worse, Mega Man Seven or X Two? I've never played Seven. All right, so fuck you, Seven. I played X Two. Um, I'm scratching my head trying to remember what the fuck 7 was. I played 8, but I never played 7. Oh, hey, we got actually two two uh, Sega games in there. We got Virtual Fighter. Well, yeah, we had X-Men. It's gone now. It's dead. Figured that would make top 5. Shameful. What'd you just cut? Mega Man <laughs> Mega 7. Man 7. Um, I'm going to say, as a little bit of an upset pick, Mortal Kombat 3. Huh. Really? Yep. I'm not a fan of the run button. No. Not yeah. a fan of the general visual of the stage settings for the most part. Um, Church stage look cool. Yeah, I mean, it had some good ones. It had some shitty ones, too. And then, uh... You could knock just, the guy uh, through the wall and all that bullshit. That was cool. 
the Bay Bally, it just they just went fucking overboard with some dumb shit in that game. It's a good game. It oh. just I feel like I feel like I'm walking from, you know, like a single story ranch home into a slightly rundown double wide. No offense to the double wides. It's like the rundown double wide. Like I'm taking a step down in real estate. That's what I'm trying four. to say. Uh, oh yeah, I was I was like fucking living in cardboard. <laughs> Van down by the like, river. <laughs> fuck Johnny Cage in that game. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, Virtua Fighter. Get rid of that one. Yeah. All right. I mean, I thought it was cool looking back in the day, but like, and it was an okay game, but it was too slow even then. Yeah. When you've been playing Street Fighter Two Turbo or Mortal Kombat, Virtual Fighter, and Tekken are fucking slow as shit. Mm-hmm. It's like you're going thirty frames per second. Yeah, they're not bad games. They're just fucking just slow. Just like Ballerina Tashina, that's fucking slow as shit too. Yeah. Man, I love that. F- well, I better slow down. Just slow down, man. We'll get all. Get all worked up. Um, I would say next, I would cut. Okay, we're on top ten. Dracula X, Chrono Trigger, Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong's Quest, Killer Instinct, Kirby's Dream Land 2, Mega Man X2, Rayman, Super Mario 2, Twisted Metal, Vector Man. Jam. Still in there. And you don't even have X-Men in that list. It's tough. <laughs> uh, is your turn or mine? Like mine. Yours, I think. Yes, yes. I got rid of the last one. Um, uh, we never cut Raymond, did we? No, Raymond's number seven. Yeah, bye, Raymond. Never. I have never be a Rayman game. I try. I get like halfway through, and then I stop for some reason. Yeah, I really need to go back and finish the one that I have for what, Legends, I whatever have, it was. I have like five of them. Mega Man yeah, X2, you're gone. You just hate Mega Man, you fucking racist. I do hate Mega Man. It's fucking Jesus. tough. Jesus. Um, I suck at video games. So I know that's why you cut X-Men 2. <laughs> I cut X-Men 2 because it sucked. It's not fun. No, it's... It's because it's, it's hard. It just beats the hell out of you. Um, I'd be Castlevania, fucker. So. <laughs> yeah, that's like beginner. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like Fisher Price fucking fire rescue or whatever it was. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. You, I might surprise you with this one, but I'm going to say out of everything that's left, Colonel Mario, Jimmy. Super Mario 2, Yoshi's Island. No, well, that game sucks too. It's because it's it's a good game. It's I think it's a great game. Just don't call it Super Mario fucking two. Well, it's not. I thought it was that fucking amazing ass Super Mario World, and I got a different style of game completely. Yeah, well, it's like Mario. It's like Mario one to, to Mario two on Nintendo. It's not. They fucking lied to us. Well, that's not an arcade anyway. So, um, Donkey Kong two. Holy shit, that's a great game. You got the title wrong. It's not Diddy Kong's Quest. It's Diddy's Conquest. Is a play I don't on the, give a shit. Like Conquest. Like he's con- he's a conquistador. I copied it off of the fucking site. Well, that site was wrong. Oh. I, I, I didn't even notice it until a few months ago, so 
That's cool. Damn, that's a fucking great game. Uh... This is tough. This is real tough. I'm going to go with Twisted Metal. Wow. It's not Twisted Metal 2. The new kid on the block. It's, we're back down to the original 2. It's back to Sega and Sony. And Sega and Nintendo again. Castlevania, Dracula X, Chrono Trigger, Killer Instinct, Kirby's Dreamland 2, and Vector Man. I'll take it. What, in that fucking order? No, 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 no. just top five. No. Well. I mean, I would. Somebody's going to be pissed if we don't put Chrono Trigger number one. That's a great game. It's not my type of game. It's no X-Men 2, but it's a good game. Yeah. That's no <laughs> Kirby's Dream Land 2 either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I didn't even see it. Yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, I did see it, but it slipped my mind. I should have burned it to the ground when I had a chance after you cut X-Men. Yeah, you kissed my ass. Um, I do not like Dracula X above Bloodlands. Bloodlines, but... Eh. I think Dracula X is fucking excellent. I didn't say it wasn't. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not Bloodlines. Um. Well, Killer Instinct is not Killer Instinct Gold. That's for sure. I'd say Killer Instinct's your five. Yeah. Sorry, Dan. I guess Dan's big. He he gets the remote, like, pick. That's a good get out of jail free card. Yeah. Since he won't show up and do a show. That's right. Dan wants to get higher on the show. All right. Okay, so Vector Man is probably going to stay four unless you want to put Chrono Trigger there. We I could, would put Chrono Trigger could be the fans' choice. That's number four. Yeah, I man, I do like Chrono Trigger a lot. But I'm gonna tell you right now, if I had to pick any one of those games to play, that's on that for the whole twenty five. And it is one of the top five. I would probably go with, if I was just going to sit down and play right now by myself, it'd be either Castlevania or Vector Man. If I was going to sit down with another person, well, I think only one of them left is two-player anyways. It'd be Killer Instinct. Yeah, you're going to be stuck with Killer Instinct. Yeah. Um, and I like it better than Mortal Kombat 3, by far. No, you're wrong on that. Uh, no. Kirby's Dream Land does get cheap in some areas. That's the problem with that. Yeah, I haven't played that in... God, it's been a long time. I that like game it. wasn't that old when I played it. No, I like it better than... Um, so that means you played it probably around 1990. 92. No, 1995. What the fuck? I'm looking at the list. 1995 when I played it. Yeah. Uh, I like it better than the original Kirby. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, 
for me, I guess number one would be Castle. Not guess. I think I would choose Castlevania. Then, fuck, man. Uh, Castlevania, Kirby, Vector Man, Chrono. And which Dracula X? Wait a minute. Castlevania Dracula X, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about TurboGrafx-16? we talking about fucking Super Nintendo? It doesn't matter. We can just lump them all into one. I'm going to assume, if, if the year is correct, it's TurboGrafx-16. I say we fucking put that shit at number one. Give TurboGrafx-16 a win. <laughs> I thought it was... Don't, I mean, the only... I think it was... Super Nintendo version, wasn't it? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> NEC goes down. The Chrono Trigger. Fuck. That's tough to put those in. I mean, I've Killer Instinct to me is the clear five. I'd say Vector Man would be the four. And then the other three, just basically any order. Yeah, definitely. I would say five Killer Instinct, four Vector Man for sure. Mm. Wasn't Vector Man the one where they had the fucking, if you beat the game, there was a code. And you could call or mail in or some shit. I don't remember what it was. The code, and you could win like $20,000 or something. Uh, there was a it was Vector Man 1 or 2. There was a contest where at the end of the game there was something you had to do or there was a fucking splash screen at the end that had... You had to beat the game. Look that shit up later. It sounds like some kind of weird second thing. Yeah, man. Probably. Wait a minute. What was the was the was TurboGrafx sixteen version called Rondo of Blood? While you're typing there, look this shit up. Like I'm I'm pretty good on my knowing this shit, but damn if uh, I don't get um. Oh, oh, original release date, 1993. What is? For the PC Engine, Rondo of Blood. So it was Castlevania Dracula X on the Super Nintendo in 1995. Right. And then PlayStation Portable. So if we had bounced back to 1993, did we not have Rondo of Blood as a PlayStation game? Yeah. No, that would that would have been Rondo of Blood as a PC Engine game. In the 1993 list, we we dropped the ball there. Well, that would have been Rondo. Yeah, that would have been Rondo of Blood. TurboGrafx-16. Right. Actually, it would have been PC, Super CD, 
attachment or whatever. Alright, so what's our top five? Dracula Kirby Chrono. Sounds great. Unless you want a Kirby Dracula Chrono. I could go with that too. I mean, those three games are really good. Have we gave Kirby a number one spot? No, we haven't. Give it, give it to Kirby. Let Nintendo reign again. Because I'm pretty sure... Symphony of Night will probably get number one when the year it comes out. When yeah. Did, when did it come out? Uh, right there. Hold on, let me click. 97. March of 1997. Go ahead and call it the 1997's number one game. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and give it to Kirby. Yeah, I say Kirby. Kirby, Dracula, Chrono. Here we go. All right. Okay, so Kirby, Dracula, Chrono, Vector, and Killer Instinct are your games. I'll fix the list later. All right, that's it. Good show. Some of them might be screwed up, but uh, I'll see what I can do in post. If not, hey, this show's gonna be fun to listen to. Later, people.